Hey, it's your girl Kimmy, and we're back on the porch tonight. And this episode is episode seven, Red Flags. And joining me on the porch is Tasha Rose, who's the guest host, JB, and Celeste. And we talk about red flags and what is a red flag and how we determine what signs show you that you're running into a red flag and what should you do about avoiding red flag. So join us on the porch. Stay tuned. Tasha, you know, mm-hmm. um, I like jinx your, your episodes because um, me and Celeste, we listened to it and, you know, it was like so freaking funny and it was so down to earth. I just loved it. I was laughing. I was actually working when I was listening to it and it was <laughs> so hilarious. So, Jay, um, if mm. you haven't listened to um, Tasha's podcast, um, I recommend that you do uh, set set up um you know set alert in youtube because she's on youtube and um i always listen to her podcast and it's so real and down to earth so this is where red flags came from and it is not um it is not tight it's not um how can i say it tosh you might want to help me it's not anything that is you know you know pointing the fingers at, you know, you should have been doing this and, you know, you would have saw these red flags and, you know what I mean? It's kind of diverting attention back to yourself, like wholeheartedly and saying like, Mm -hmm. you know what, Um, dude was coming at my house all the time and, you know, he just never left for like a month and that should have been like a damn sign that he had no job or, um, you know, something in that fashion, you know, that was a red flag. I mean, I actually do have a couple red flag stories, um, but something that's more funny and lighthearted that you can laugh about. Like, or, you know, I, um, when I was a kid, um, I I was, I liked it, like this guy. He was really, really cute, but I always wondered why his feet was so dark, right? I was like, why is his feet so dark? Like his face is really light. And one day he told me that, you know, it was like eight of them. But so they used to have to like. Um, Share shoes. No, they, he used to say that he was <laughs> mad because he was mad because his mom used to tell him they only had 15 minutes to take baths and they used to share bath water. And he used to say, well, I tricked her because I only washed my face and my hands. What the? <laughs> so he wasn't washing his feet. You know what I mean? So he wasn't washing the bottom part of them. But I'm, I bullshit you not. His feet was like 10 shades darker than what his face was. I mean, I'm sure. So how did you see his feet? Because like in the summertime, Jay, he used to have on sandals and his feet was like dark, like a dark skinned person. And he was a really light skinned person. I kept on saying, nobody's feet is that dark, even from a tan. It was like dusty dark. And then one day he called himself like saying, because his mom used to howl out the door. You know, when, you know where I grew up at. You know, people, Celeste, you know, open up the freaking door, holler out the door, tell your kid. And he used to always get pissed. My mom make me sick. She want me to come in and take a bath and I'm going to do it. I was like, what the hell that supposed to mean? He was like, I'm just going to do like I always do. I'm just going to wash my face and wash my hands. What wait, about wait, wait. the rest of your body? You know, how old was he doing this? How old did this? Like, oh, how he was like, a, he was like a, like an early teenager. I was like, okay, yeah, that's, that's you dirty know, that's dick my, dog. Hold yeah, on. My grandma was, used to tell me, watch out for people like that will give you worms and disease. You know what I mean? 
But before we get started, guys, I have to tell you about my episode yesterday. I'm going to ask you a question. Do you think that when you get to, and I'm not talking about like senior citizen, do you think that when you move like back to an area, you should have a job, a driving refresher course? Move back to an area? Oh, you mean um, coming from the country, going back to the city? Yeah, how to yeah. Maneuver. Well, I, I can say that because when I go back home to New York, you got to be on defense when you drive. You got to be able to handle yourself. Okay. You can- I, I just said, I just wanted to see if I was like off base because yesterday, um, okay, anybody don't know my little backstory. I lived down south for like 23 years. So I moved back up north. And when I lived up north, I didn't have a car, really took public transportation, and I didn't have to worry about driving the car. So every Saturday, I go into Philly, and when I go into Philly, you know, I kind of get a little paranoid because I'm I'm a highway driver now. So, you know, I'm a little bit more cautious. I don't drive like um, reckless in the city because everybody else is driving reckless but me. You know what I mean? I'm a little paranoid. I don't want to tear up my car. So yesterday I go to the Red Terminal in Philly. That's like the hot spot. They have all the food and, you know, everybody goes there. So I'm also anal about parking in the front of a building. You know, I have to get over this. So my car is a little, um, it's pretty big, I would say. And it was this one little spot. So I was trying to parallel park my car. And people in Philly, I'm like this myself, are not patient. So I was trying to get into this spot. So this lady in front of me, she pulled into the spot in front of me. Like, I was like, damn, like, why did she pull in there? Because now I got less room to get into the spot. So I was just trying to back up, get in, back up a parallel park. So this lady gets out of her car. She's like five feet tall, right? She knocks on my window. She was like, hey, get out that car because I'm going to park this car for you. (laughs) I was like, park my car? She was like, like, yes. She said, get out the car because I'm going to park this car for you, right? I was like, no. I said, I don't want you to, um, you know, hit my car. I don't want you to hit no accident with my car. She was like, hell, you're asking me to have an accident with your own car. Get out the car and let me park the car. I was like, oh, well, let me let the lady park the car. The people across the street was laughing. They were cracking up. I had on like this dress. It was windy. And I was standing in the street. So then I became like the person directing her. And she was so tiny. She pulled my, she was like, hey, where's the button to pull up these, pull up your seat? She lifted my seat up. It looked like a high chair. It was pulled way up. She pushed the way up to the front. And then I was like, oh my God. But homegirl wheeled the car in there. Got, <laughs> I mean, she didn't hit the front to the back. And she got my car in the spot. And she said, I know it's COVID. But let me give you a hug, honey, because you need a hug, right? The people across the street wow. clapping. I was like so embarrassed. So when I got back home, I told my husband what happened, right? He was like, I know the hell you didn't get somebody else to call. Why didn't she would have drove off with your car, right? I was like, I have Geico insurance. I was like, it was nothing to worry about. She was like, he was like, um, maybe you should just take the bus when you go downtown. <laughs> Here's my question. Here's my question. Before she parked in front of you, were you still having a trouble? I was, was, because I'm not. I I'm don't, that, yeah, I really don't understand. <laughs> Tasha, I, I just wanted to make sure. I just wanted to make sure. So 
But look, I left her in my car, my freaking pocketbook and everything was in the car. I didn't even think about that until like afterwards. But she was see, like a nice lady. And you know, I'm really a guarded person. But homegirl was wheeling the car. She wheeled it. She was like, uh, 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 uh. I mean, the car was in there. I was like, yo, I was like, she did a good job. I was like, I got to do better. I have to take a course or something. Yeah. You know? hey, must have been really struggling. I mean, like really struggling. You had a hey, total stranger. She was struggling before the car parked in front of her. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you must have been like all crooked, all on the curve. She was like, okay, let me stop her before she hit my car. I was crooked. You know? And then the car, <laughs> once you back up the wrong way the first time and you pull out, you don't have a chance. You you just you just jacked up. So I was like, I don't have anywhere to go. I, I have to, you know, if I pull way out, the person behind me may come and take the spot. So I, I can't just do that. I'm gonna just try to do it my own little way, back up a little. And she was like, "Hey, just wait a minute here. You know what I mean? Just let me in the car and park your car, right?" I was like, "No, you want to make you can have an answer." Tasha about to blow up. Tasha about to blow up. <laughs> I have to know because me and my friends would have been the person in the car, like talking a lot of shit. We may not have went as far as to offer to help you, but we've been like, "Yo, what is this lady doing right here?" Right, like. But how big is your car? Is it a midsize? Is it like an SUV? Do you drive like a, what type of, what type of car? I know we're like, you know, security, we want to give all the business. I have a Mercedes. I have a C-Class. It's a, it's a newer model. It's a sedan. So it's not easy to get the car in there. It's not. But you still got the baby mama Benz. You got the C-Class. Like you got the, not like the big engine, but like the big boy car. You got the little cute baby mama Benz. And you were struggling. And you let this woman in I'm glad I drive my husband car. My husband got, you know, he got the X6 and it's real big. You know what I mean? And I was like, I probably would have just tore the damn bumper off of the car. So apparently parallel, so apparently parallel parking isn't necessary in the driver's test in New Jersey. Obviously, it is necessary because when I grew up, you had to. Parallel. I mean, it's a part of the test. I'm saying yeah. it's a part of the test. It is. <laughs> But in where I live at, I live just like I lived in Virginia. I pull up in the driveway and I have to park my car. I don't need to parallel park. When I right. go to work, I pull into a driveway spot. I don't need to parallel park. A lot of people struggle with parallel parking, though. This is why there's so many now, the newer cars coming with that feature that, that you can just go ahead and hit the button and it's going to do it for you. Now, I never have a car like that because all my cars are 20 years old. But that feature is why because there are so many people that have probably said, listen, I, I just can't parallel park. And everybody. the auto designer said, let's help everybody out. They're struggling and create this feature. Cause I see Lexus doing it now for it's a lot of lot of manufacturers. I'm surprised Mercedes and BMW, probably the next year or two they get into it. But that's literally a feature now. You pull up, hit the button, and the car will parallel park all by itself. Mm-hmm. Well, I definitely need that feature. And I mean, the people now, this is this is really a shame. The homeless people were on the side was laughing so hard. Right. They were I was looking at that and I started waving. I was like, it's OK. Everything is OK over here. It's OK. The people in front of the red and terminal, they were, it was like young people. They were playing music and stuff. They do this every Saturday. They stopped the music. They were looking at me like, oh, you were the whole spectacle. Was, they was watching. If I pop up on a video. She's going to be on video. You're going to be on somebody's video. Be on video. She's on a video. 
I said, because I was in the middle street. I come on and say, wait a minute, hold up. Don't go to, she wasn't even looking at me. As long as you were looking cute, don't worry about the video. Right. Hey, it'll be an act of kindness meme. It'll be an act of kindness meme, uh, Kimmy, that you're going to be on all over the world now. Really? If you can't park it, you don't need to drive it. Okay. Cause come on now, girl. Like what you you got this car, you can't park it. But you know what? This is this is like bothering my 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 inner soul. So I, I'm gonna practice this because I never yeah. had problems like this. I consider myself a good driver, but Did now either practice or get that lady's number. No, I'm not the lady. The lady came out and she was like, she went got her bread and stuff and came out. She said, are you all right? And I still wasn't even going in the store yet. When she came out, I told Celeste, I said, Celeste, I said, when it was time for me to pull out, I said, some freaking jerk in front of me. I said, they had gave me like one inch to get out. I said, that's all right. Cause I ain't gonna say nothing. Cause I was going, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> until I got out. I was like, that means I need to take a couple weeks. I saw a video too. They stayed out there waiting for her to get out. I still can't get over the part of you letting a total stranger in your car, though. That's the part that I'm like, in New Jersey? Where was she? Gave her, she parked her car yeah. there. I mean, I kind of got to agree with your, your husband. Like, I would have been kind of concerned too. Like, you would have jumped in my shit and pulled off. Even though I got insurance, it would have just been a hell of a story. That'd have been a hell of a story. That would, but you know what? Um, for God's grace and mercy, I was protected within the daytime. So you know, worse things happened in Philadelphia. If the car would have been gone, I would let the car. I wasn't for the lady. She was five feet tall because you know I, I kind of thought in my mind I could have took her, but <laughs> <laughs> I thought I could have took her. But you know, if it would got down to you know guns and knives and all that kind of stuff. I'll take the car. I, you know, it's, it's going to be okay because Geico will have to, you know, I don't know. Maybe Geico wouldn't have paid me because I gave her the car. But, you know, maybe. It would have been at your fault. You would have been. Yeah, that would probably been my fault. fault. But, you know, we had to deal with that later. Okay, y'all. Red flags. Red flags. If I mm. have to say this, this is a hot topic because my girl Tasha, you know, she has a, a wonderful podcast of. What in the Relational Fuck podcast? I actually heard her podcast do this topic. And when I tell you, I was laughing to my soul about this. So <laughs> I said, you know, I'm a jank her and I'm going to say, you know, bring it on over to the porch. Because I think we all have experienced um, red flags in, in our lives. You know, um, we were in a situation. It might not just been relational. It might have been... Um, Situations like this, was it a red flag? The lady was going to steal my damn car, you know, and now I'm talking another story. Was it a red flag that, you know, I gave somebody my personal information and they have been scheming their whole life, you know, something like that. It's a lot of things that have happened, you know. Um, you know, I could tell you a lot of stories that when I was growing up, you know, living in Philly that um, it's going to probably have everybody here cracking up. Um have y'all ever heard of three car Molly? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Okay. I, I, yeah. You heard of that game? That means you probably didn't got beat. Yeah, I lost. Somebody. I didn't get beat. Yeah. My me parents too. always told me, you see somebody over there playing three car Molly. That's the red flag. You're going to get beat. Okay. So don't be a dumbass and play three car Molly on on the on the. It used to be on the bus, and you like if you see them in the back of the bus playing three car Molly, don't you do it. So. Mm -hmm. You go to the front of the bus. On the bus? 
yeah, we in the back of the bus playing three car Molly. Yeah. And people <laughs> three car Molly. Right. So, you know, these just different experiences, but um, I'm going to start off with one I had um, when I was probably in my early 20s. And I was dating someone. No, I wasn't. I was probably mid-20s. I was dating someone. And I always wondered why during the day, you know, um, they could always show up, you know, at my job. And they would bring little, you know, gifts and things like that. I was like, um, if your job um, allows you to come during the daytime, you know, are you an executive or are you in management that you have flexibility <laughs> like that? But you don't look like that. You don't look like you are, you know, you don't want to assume. And I think that um, that was a red flag for me, you know, but I didn't react on that red flag. So needless to say, um, this person had been working for their job for 10 plus years. OK, 10 plus years. But when they met me, they had actually cursed their boss out and had been fired. OK. But they um, pretended like they were going to work every day, every day. And then they started asking me, um, do you have an extra $50? Because um, I'm going to pay that back. But could you have an extra $50? Because the payroll people is messing up my payroll, you know, and messing up my check. And we got to get this straight. You know, I've been working with my boss, but they have been fired for like over a month, you know. But the red flag was they was coming to see me all the time during the day. But before that, you know, you only could see a couple hours like in the evening here and there. But I was like, wow, you know, I guess they have to get their bills paid. But hell, what the hell? But it was a it was a definite red flag. You know, was, my, you, was you paying bills, Kimmy? Yeah, if I was into like, a little I, sugar mama, I, didn't even know I, it. Sugar mama, you know what I mean? I wanted to be nice and say, oh, you know, sure, you know, because they had a house, they had, you know, a car, they had, I mean, they looked well established. Well, fast forward, all that shit was gone in a matter of six months. You know what I mean? They were back to living with their mom, you know what I mean? Repo man came. I'm not joking. Everything was gone. Yeah, yeah everything was gone. And they was trying to like milk it for all that it was worth. They took 10 years out of working for a company. Now, don't get me wrong. Sometimes things don't work at a, a place where you're employed. But they were trying to play off for 10 years. And they cursed the boss out. And they lost everything. They didn't even take the initiative to go find another job. They was That's just gonna, the problem. Yeah, they was just going to float it out. Uh, if you thought yeah. I was going to pay your bills for, you know, think about it, your Your bills is a whole person's bill. I got a whole person's bill, too. How can I pay your bills? Mm-hmm. But you, so you met him. He was unemployed, basically. No, when I met him, I had even came to his job, Jay. He had a job. But that job, oh, okay. yeah, he had a job for 10 years. He so he was he was busy during the day then, but then all of a sudden he had free time during the day. I got yes. you. Okay. I got you. Okay. Yes. And you know that's just not normal. How you just all of a sudden, you know, if you're on vacation, the vacation <laughs> one week, two weeks. Yeah, that, 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 that's a damn bulletin board. That ain't a red flag. You all of a sudden, you free during the day. You know what I mean? Out of, yeah, yeah that's a damn flashing neon lights, right? <laughs> The same. That's that's what happened. You like, 
You on vacation? I remember asking, you on vacation this week? Yeah. Next week too? Yeah. Oh, I'm always looking for red flags. I think I miss out on so much fun because I'm looking for red flags. So, yeah. so here's my story. So, um, and this was, God, this was maybe eight years ago. I started going back into the dating, you know, world and I'm, I'm already on guard because I don't know what's going on. I've been out of this loop so long. So I'm really, really paying attention. And I met this guy on one of those apps. I'm not sure what it was. And he was just so nice. And we prayed together and he was just so nice. And he just, just let's move slow, like real slow. And I thought, okay, that sounds nice, but this is a really slow. I said, when can we meet? Ah, uh, you know, baby, just, you know, we'll get a chance to meet. You know, we get a chance to meet. Then one time he told me, you know, I'm go- I'm over here getting my car fixed. Why don't you ride through and we could talk for a little while. Sure enough, his car was there. We talked for a little while. We met. He said, you know where I would like to take you next date to church. Oh. Now, I saw the red flag because he never would come over or he never would want to meet anywhere. And, and I'm thinking married. I'm thinking all kinds of things. But lo and behold, it was because he ain't had no car. He had a car. <laughs> I was at the shop. For months ahead. So here we go. We met at church. I ain't going to say the church. You know my big church over there? And we met at church. Girl, I was dressed to the nine. He was dressed to the nine. He was looking fine. And he said, you know what? After church, he said, why don't we go somewhere and grab something to eat? And I said, all right, that sounds good. He said, I'm going to ride with you. I said, no. You're not going to ride with me. He said, I'll ride with you. I'm going to leave my car in the parking lot. And you, you know, you bring me back here. I was like, no, I really don't. Real, not only don't I not feel comfortable with riding with a man in my car. I don't really like to ride men around in the car. I, it just feels like too much of like being a chauffeur. And I stood you know, like, what, I said, your brother with the passion to see laid all the way back. You, you, no, you, no, you. I don't do, no, I don't do that. That don't, that don't make me wet. So I said no. And he came, I guess being in church, I guess he decided he would just come clean. He said, all right, you know, I still don't got my car fixed. I said, well, how did you get here? Um, my boy dropped me off, you know, oh, him. I said, well, you call your boy because you ain't got no ride, boo. <laughs> oh, so you didn't feel the spirit. The spirit I wasn't with right you. Look, there was another service at eleven. He could yeah. wait. <laughs> wow. But the red flag to me was, and I'm not saying everybody's quick and everybody's fast, but usually when you meet somebody, you rock for a little while on the phone, but after a while, they want to meet you, even if they meet you somewhere else. You know. The, the restaurant somewhere, and he was like, "Nah, they just let's keep taking it slow." And I was thinking, "What?" He meant slow, GRT. Yeah. <laughs> no car. GRTC bus slow. That's what he meant. No car, and no intention of getting it fixed. And this went on for for a long time. Oh wow! wow. Oh yeah, he was uh, trifling. Uh, he shouldn't have been taking it, nobody out anyways. If you can't afford to take care of your your minimal responsibilities, make sure you get from A to B. But he was, you know, what, Tasha. He was probably getting ready to make his way to see if Celeste was going to be the cab. I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, really? Going into the house? He, he ain't pray hard enough then. <laughs> Yo, I'm still, you all went on a date to church? Oh, I, I had more than one date. My, one, more than one date has been my first date at church. That is, look, for some of the stuff we be talking about, I am quite surprised, Celeste. That is, that is about the third date I had 
God at the same church. At the same church. You the talk of the church now. now. Hold on. One, one date, I took him to my church. He wanted to come to my church. But the other two happened to be in, and I come from a church like 9,000 deep. I'm okay. not going to say their name. So it, it wasn't uncommon for you to be in that same circle. But yeah, that's a that's a good date. And you figure that's that's a ground. That's a, boy, we're going to church here. <laughs> I like him. My huh? next my next first date is going to be church. Girl, you just inspired me. I'm going to see how they roll with the plan. Like, oh, it we're going to church. Nice. It was I, nice. Somebody asked me to go to church on the first date. That's going to be a red flag. I'm, I have I'm never. But it was what's wrong with the brothers wanting to go to church? Damn. Oh, on, on a first okay, date. For me, for me, Tasha and Kim, it was good because I'm still trying to get out of my shell, right? I'm not really trying to go nowhere with you. And on my list, my long list, God fearing was first. So that was perfect. Yeah. That was Come perfect. And, that's, that's, perfect. Like, and that's why I'm, I'm telling you, Celeste, that would be a red flag for me because I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm leaning more towards spiritual and I don't want to go to a church. I don't want to go to a church with you first because I want to see your connection with God. Yes. And I, I, it's too many fake rollers up in the church. And well, I want to see you. You want to take too. me to the church first? I'm going to be on your ass. I want to see the suit too. If you got one of them long baggy suits that you done borrowed. Oh, you yeah, them, no. You know Wow. Wow, no, it, tells me, it tells me if you front it first, transparency is everything to me. If he had told he me, might have lost weight. Might have lost weight. But if he but told me, to him him car, him I would said, I'm not comfortable with picking you up. You need to get yourself you together. And crap day. You talk, look, looking. Talk. I'm gonna see you wearing a baggy suit. And, and no, you're right. I, I, I get it though, because straight up, there are a lot of fake and phony people in churches. Yeah. So, so, so that that is that would be. That, yeah. Oh God, man, I got so freaking many. But one one that kind of steps out, one that kind of really kind of jumps out to me is um, like I'm very cautious about who I let in my house, oh. right? So this years ago, this young lady I meet her, she's fine, beautiful, you know, just natural hair, everything. And I'm like, okay, I'm feeling her cute smile. We chit chat a little bit, you know. So she's like, yeah, let's, you know, I'll see you come on over, you know. So she's like, yeah, sure, I'll come on over. So, you know, we came on over and stuff and had a great time. She spent all night, you know. And so the next morning, I was off the next day, slapping it off. So she wants to cook breakfast and everything. And, and so I noticed it, uh, right away she's kind of wanting to kind of clean up a little bit, you know, straighten up. So I'm like, okay, cool. you domestic too? Wow. All right. So, um. <laughs> But, you know, I'm thinking, too, <laughs> there is a time limit for your ass. Now, you're not going to just stay all night and all the next day. No, no, you're not. Not, not right out the gate. I just kind of, you know, we just get to know each other. So I'm figuring by, you know, 12, 1 o'clock, you should be leaving. So here we go. Now it's like 6 or 7 o'clock the whole next evening. Oh, no. And she's already hell. like, oh, hell. can I cook you dinner? Man, you know. You know what I mean? And so I was like, so I so happened to go outside. And as I walked past her car, and I never forget because she had a very old Land Rover. It was real old, right? And uh, and I remember when she had pulled up, that thing just sounded like a whole bucket of screws, right? <laughs> <laughs> <You're> stupid. 
Everything was in the car, Josh. Um, I'm looking at the car. I'm like, laundry baskets in the car, um, everything in the car. You know how to, when, when the summer school is over, you're going home or whatever, you know what I mean? So I'm trying to get a benefit of the doubt. So I'll go back and get you know. So I'm saying, so tell me again, what do you do? You're a student or anything like that? She's like, no, no, no. You know, I'm not working or anything now. You know, you know how people give you that fancy ass, I don't have a job answer. Well, right now, currently, I am in the uh, market uh, between, you know, searching and finding career moves that are going to be beneficial to, oh, so you ain't working. Okay. But it was a red flag, but that evening, she finally came out and said, don't you want a roommate? Don't you want a roommate? <laughs> Wait, but you I let said, her stay until further into the evening, though. Like, we got to you know, talk about this. You I'm saying, like, over. right. I, I did, you know, because she was fine and sexy, had the little Jada Pinker thing going on, maybe a little 30 pounds heavier. But I was like, okay, you know, I was feeling the vibe. You know, I was loving the energy she had. But then I'm like, okay, you know, war, you're welcome all the way to hell out. And that was the, the 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 red flag was that you just didn't want to get up and leave. And then to find out she was homeless. She, you know, the, so the backstory was, yeah, she was living with her sister and her sister's husband. And uh, they all they were in a one bedroom apartment and had two small uh, dogs. So she was staying on the couch and she just didn't have anywhere to live. She didn't have anywhere to go. You know what I mean? And uh, I was ignoring that red flag because she was so damn fine. But I just got to that point where it was like, hell no, you can't move in here. I got a the first day. I got a question. Oh, so Jay, so Jay, I'm sure she fell asleep and knocked out. And you was like, yeah, yeah. But really, she was tired because <laughs> she wasn't getting no sleep. She was not getting no rest, Celeste. Exactly. You know, I'm thinking, I did something. Your ass over here tired as hell, for real, because oh, you ain't had goodness. a whole bed to sleep in. Oh, you know, I mean, I'm terrible. Up to the part she sleep sleep and she just like, oh, it's like, a bed. He was like, yes. yeah. <laughs> okay, but wait, wait, James, I got to talk about this. Okay, I have a few questions. Sure. How many years ago was this? Oh my God, this was um, 2006. Six? 2006. Yeah, 2006. Oh. That's seven. I don't understand why. On a first date, you're going to invite someone into your home. Like you said, this was your first date. Well, I should say this. I saw her at the 7-Eleven like a couple of times. We chit-chatted. So but the very first time, yeah, I did. I was like, come on to the house. Right. The red flag. The red flag was Well, we didn't intend to spend a night. She did. I didn't. But, you know, little did I know. She she was putting it on me because she needed a, a warm bed and a shower. But I, I um, oh, yeah, I, I look, <laughs> yeah, I look back on it. I definitely moved a little fast on that one. But she was so damn fine, man. I was like, damn, you know. But that made me reevaluate that initial. Where do you stay? Do you really have somewhere to stay? What's going on in your life? I need details and specific. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know what's really going on. But uh, yeah, I was, I was, that was, that was weird. That was weird. I say I got crazy red flag stories. All right, uh, Tasha. Uh, <laughs> Tasha, give us one, Tasha. Come on, Tasha. 
Okay, so disclaimer, I am queen of avoid and ignore the red flags. I said this in my own episode. I'd be trying to give everybody the benefit of the doubt, right? But, and this one's bad because my father warned me about this. So, right, like as soon as I started dating or got old enough where me and my dad would kind of have these conversations, he told me about a few guys you might want to avoid, okay? And here's what he told me. If they have rings on lots of fingers, Okay. Wait for it. Wait for it. There's more. They got more than one cell phone. Oh, oh yeah. Oh my God. And if they always oh, back in the park. I got more than one cell phone. Wait, wait, wait. You don't like there may be reasons for those, right? Thanks. But if you have all three in one, you may need to stop, pause, and think about what type of person you're dealing with, right? I back in the spots. <laughs> But do you do you wear golds on every finger? No, but I back in every spot. Okay, for that reason, Tasha. For that same reason you're about to say. That's because that's because sometimes you got to get out of there quick, right? So you got to be okay. Okay, so look. OG player with rings on every finger, though. OG player. I'm a student, right? And so I must have been 19 or 20, and I'm on the bus to. Not that I didn't have a car, but just because of parking and paper parking on um to school, I just wasn't gonna pay for the parking pass. My job was right by a transit center. So I'd park at my job that I worked at. It was one bus to school, one bus back to my car and my job. Worked out great. So I see this guy, he's always in the school parking lot, fancy car, good looking, clean, like well-groomed. I won't say like clean cut, but well-groomed. Okay. Every time I see him, he always says a little something to me, but I'm like, oh, you know, whatever. Keep on moving. Not a big deal. If I, if I see you next time, maybe, maybe then, maybe I'll stop and talk. So eventually we stop and talk, right? And my ass is smarter than this. I'm smarter than this. I'm way smarter than this. Okay, so he offers to give me a ride to my car. Okay, smarter. Don't know the man outside this this college, the community college parking lot. Don't know this man. Okay, I hop in this man's car. Not very smart. And he makes numerous stops to get me to my car. Mind you, I'm probably like not even 15 minutes from the college to the job where my car is parked at. Less than. We end up taking like a two-hour detour. He's just making stops, meeting people, making stops, wow. meeting people, making stops, meeting people. Look, girl, girl. What the he got rings on every finger. Phone keep buzzing, but he on this phone over here, backing into the 7-Elevens and the Chevrons, you know, the little mini marts. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, you know, kind of dipping down into the seat now. Like, yo, what did I get myself into? And like, how do you safely get out of the situation? Exactly. But yeah, like come to find out definitely a little drug dealer, not like the biggest drug dealer, but like a little drug dealer, you know, probably sold weed on college campus and like, you know, whatever, whatever. But it's like, I knew these things. My father warned me, right? Like, and my young dumbass hopped in this man's car could have took me clear to, you know, who knows? Human trafficking is actually really big here in Seattle area. And so oh, like, wow. yeah, so I just wasn't thinking, but it's like the back and into the parking lot. It's the golds on all the fingers. It's the multiple cell phones ring. And I'm like, when I realized- Did you say like, backing into the parking spot? Yeah, like always backing into the parking spot. <laughs> he said backing. What's wrong with that? No, nothing, yeah. nothing's wrong with it, but that just means you're you're in your head, your mind says, I always gotta be prepared to get up out of here. Absolutely. That's why it isn't bad, 
Just six and one and half a dozen of the other. You got to put it in reverse. You one way or the all other. three. But all three. He but had. all three together were your hands. You got all the gold. You got multiple cell phones. You drive in a fancy car. You always got a back in. And, but I would have never observed these things if I didn't hop in his car, which was a stupid thing that I shouldn't have done, but I was glad I did it. But I ignored the red flags, the signs my father told me from the gate. You know what I mean? And like, don't, don't, you don't need no man that got all, that's got all this going on. And it's like, I knew that. Like, I had that conversation at like 14, 15. And here I am, 19 years old, hopping in a stranger's car. Could have been a whole ass, have you seen, you know, Miss Boxing? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I want to laugh about it now, but I'm like, man, like, so yeah, that's just one of my many, I have red flag stories because I'm just like, oh, that's just who they are. Oh, you got to give people the chance, like a little naive, you know? So, um, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. yeah the backing up in the parking lot, though, that's because uh, I actually do that, too. But that came from my truck driving because I drove trucks in the Army. So you had to back up. You were trained to back up. Because it from, gave you the easy exit, right? Well, I mean, no, I'm saying you have to back up tractor trailers. You have to back up the dump oh, truck, the tractor trailers. Yeah, you know, the gas tankers, everything I was pulling in the Army, you always had to back things up. You know, it was just so you had to learn. You had to have a backing up skill. You know, not parallel parking, so, huh, but back it up. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Back it up, back it up. So still to this day, I appreciate so much um, backing into parking spots. Women and women to know how to do that as well. How many cell phones you got, baby? I think I've given somebody else some red flags, and they caught me out on it. Called me out on it. You ever had one of those situations? Oh, absolutely. So in my date, in my <laughs> dating life, I never told the guy where I live. Never. So no, 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 not no, no, never. Um, because they didn't last that long. I wouldn't get past the second, third date anyway. But here, this particular date, he came down from, I don't know, he came down from Baltimore or something to Richmond, and we went on one date. And then the second time he came down, he said, "Pick somewhere nice so we can go eat." Da da da. And I'm I'm trying to drive there and I couldn't find it. And I'm all over the place. And he says, you know, every time I come down here, you look lost, more lost than you were the last time. You don't live here, do you? I was like, <laughs> no. Taking <laughs> him 25 minutes out to another area, acting like I live there, but I could never find my way. I was always. <laughs> That's sketchy, Celeste. That's real sketchy. He busted I like, me. Not going. No, he busted me. No, real. Why? Why I wouldn't tell where really I'm really real for me, No, I mean I get it. Like you guys are like as women, we should take. Our oh yeah, no. Serious. So I get it. I do the same thing, but then you got to know your territory. I, you but who knew? Who knew? He said, "Let's get some ice cream." I thought to myself, "Oh, uh, let me use the GPS." He was like, "Dang, you don't even know where ice cream." I don't eat ice cream. <laughs> like, <laughs> lying. You got to you lying too. I think mm -hmm. it's always a lot of red flags that um, I don't care if anybody tell you that they they look at every red, red flag and they 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 act on them. I I don't believe that. I think that it's just your natural instinct to say, um, let me just try it. You know what I mean? Let me just see how far it goes until it go terribly wrong. You know what I mean? Then when it goes terribly wrong, then you're trying to do your defense mechanism to get your ass out of stuff, you know, that, uh -huh. you know, because you want to trust people. You want to trust that the situation is not really going to be a bad situation. You know, something that, like my dad used to tell me, 
if you keep on trusting your instinct and your ass end up dead, that means that you were doing the wrong thing from the beginning. You know, that my dad used to be so real. You know what I mean? He used to be so real. And then that wasn't even a red flag. That was just being real with me to say, if you go hook up with some, I mean, my dad was, my dad was um, probably the realest person that you can meet because he, he knew the street and he knew, you know, real life and he used to tell me things just like your dad he would would just tell me things i didn't always listen Tasha, just like you i didn't always yeah. listen yeah. he would tell me he would tell me if you go over there and mess with that negro right there i'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen you're gonna be fighting all the damn time now i know mm. you think you can fight but you're gonna be fighting who wants to do that have black eyes right and teeth, you're gonna be doing all these things that you don't want to. You're not gonna be the the, the pretty little princess you think you are because you're gonna be fighting him because he got a history of doing that. And if you could choose to listen or you want, but yeah. that's how it's gonna go that for wisdom, you. That wisdom, that yeah. wisdom. So, see, and that that might be another topic, but that's kind of what came to my mind when you first saw this topic was why do we ignore them? Like, we know what they are. You know what I mean? And that may be a whole nother topic, really. Yeah. But that's kind of where you're going with it, Kimmy, where, you know, we were, we were saying, hey, we're tried out, you know, and like what you're saying, Tasha, I kind of look for the good, you know, and everybody, the silver lining of everybody. But, but we see that shit. We see it just like I saw it with Jada Pinkett. You know, when she <laughs> want to leave. Jada Pinkett Jr. That, 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 that ain't Jada Pinkett. Well, she looked really, you know, everybody used to call her that. She really looked a lot like or how many How many of us had the red flag about somebody who pretended to be single or not married? And yeah, I had, yeah, I had that one. Let me tell you guys, let me tell you. Okay, look, so first off, I'm normally better than this. Um, and I've been working since I was 16, right? And I know I don't, I don't deal with coworkers, right? Only a couple years. I got you. Oh, since that's okay. Oh. <laughs> Whatever. I've been working. I, you know, I got some years on my belt, but I know better than to like basically shit where you eat, right? Like I know better. Oh, but I was right. in like, I was at a hotel, and our um, director of whatever I won't even say the position, but he got promoted to a regional position, so he was no longer on the property level. So he wasn't actually where I worked, but we worked for the same company, right? And so, like now, mind you, no ring, no nothing. Nobody said anything about this man's wife or a significant other. Nothing like this, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing at all. Well, so, you know, he asked me out. He brings me lunch. He's like, okay, we'll go grab some food after work, whatever. Fine. I'm thinking nothing of it. Let me tell you. And I mean, again, no signs, no signs, no signs. But this is how dumb sometimes I could be. Come to find out this man is very married. Very, 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 very married. His wife done put an iPad into the car. <laughs> track his location what? right because she must tell he's stepping out right to track his location and now the red flag is you don't shit where you eat the rule is you don't you don't mess with your co-workers your colleagues like nothing right. Like that, right that's rule number one this is how crazy this lady is that's her husband my bad i didn't know he was out here acting real single none of the people we worked with said anything about him not being single I, I switched jobs, like, okay, an opportunity presented itself, so I left. This woman called my next place of employment. Oh. The place of employment after that. Oh. Oh. <laughs> like, I, I'm like, like, there's no red flag for that. But yes, I, 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 I wish I knew the signs of like, 
okay, not taking the late phone calls are not always available. Like, you know, there's these things we should be looking for that married men or like very in, involved men, you know what I mean? And so, but I was young, still young and dumb, but yeah, like, yeah, that I've done that. Celeste it has been me and she doesn't always, we've, we, I think we've all had one running like that. Somebody said they were single and they weren't. I'm going to say something to what you said, Jay. Um, I think that when, because we talk about the episode of um, the t- different type of red flags, I think that we don't say why we didn't do or why we didn't do something different until after the fact. It's because the simple fact, I don't think you really put your finger on it that it's really a red flag until after the fact. You know what I mean? Because you're giving people the benefit of the doubt. You know what I mean? You're not saying why and what you should have done differently because the situation is now past. You know what I mean? And now you're saying, okay, I should have been thinking, oh, damn, that was obvious or something. Mm, No, no, Jake. Well, my perspective, I disagree. Because in that moment, I say for me, in that moment, I'm like, you done been here too damn long. Okay, I knew it. I knew it. A standard as being a, a single man, you already said, okay, if I get into a, a, a entanglement with somebody, they only should stay in my house to one o'clock and they're way past one o'clock and something. So I know something is going on. But for most women, we're not even going to get to that position. She's uh-huh. already, she, she was already <laughs> in, a, a, in a desperate need situation. You see what I'm saying? So, but I'm just saying, in responding to being in that moment, I'm like, people that have somewhere to go and have their own home, you don't have to tell them to leave. <laughs> you know, you don't have to say, okay, um, don't you got, I got somewhere to go or make up something. You know, I'm saying in that moment, I knew well, for me, no, it was for me. First of all, the next morning when she didn't have a J-O-B to go to, that would have been a problem for me. What, you, on right. you on vacation? Right. Yeah, no. I'm curious because I'm curious because Celeste, you spoke on like one of the red flags you might have been giving out. Kimmy, JB, what kind of red flags y'all have put out there before that people have like like what's your red flag? Everybody has something that should give somebody pause to question a little bit further. Come on, put words to it. I see you over there. Can you kind of lean back? Red flag that I have because um, I'm just going to ask your husband. Go ask your husband. Ask him. You said about us, like about, about ourselves. You. Yes, what you. somebody else say is a red flag about us? I yeah. My, my red oh, okay. flag, I don't know, is um, when I start to look, um, stop talking, then that's your red flag. Just, no, no. Like if somebody getting to know you, what would be like, oh, that's a red flag? Like Celeste was out there like, She's supposed to be going on dates in her her neighborhood, and she don't know where anything is. So guys, like, girl, what you doing? How come you exactly. never know your own neighborhood? <laughs> in your dating life, what has been a red flag that you've seen somebody just ignore to give you the benefit of the doubt? With me, yeah, you got them thinking. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, because like sometimes you ignore, like, I don't know, maybe you two haven't, but like, I have friends that ignore, like, oh, he got three baby mamas and five kids. That should be a red flag. You're they right. ignore it. You're right. Like, and You're so right. what I'm saying, like, so we all have that thing. Like my well, thing. I, I, I'm, I have this, this situation because I will say like with my ex-husband, mm-hmm. that was a red flag. That was a definite red flag. Because so like, um, I'm a, 
I think that I'm a <clears throat> motherly type of person, uh-huh. very, very motherly type of person. And if you ever see me not act motherly, it's a red flag going on. Uh-huh. You might want to pause because when I'm acting like not motherly, because most people who know me know that being a mom is like one of the biggest accomplishments that I love about my entire life. And I like the simple fact that I have a blended family. And even with my ex-husband, he had children before we had our children. Um, But the red flag is after me and him divorced, you know what I mean? I became really guarded with one of my kids and I came really guarded with me. You you mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? And people that had kids. You see what I'm saying? Because I felt like um, I couldn't trust anybody who had kids because my hus- my ex-husband um, drove a wedge between his um, first um, baby's mother and his son and oh. his children. And our children, you know what I mean? And he intentionally did that because he didn't want to expose the lack, the things that he was lacking. So it made me put up a guard, Tasha, about being in a relationship with somebody else that had kids. I wanted to like coddle my own kids and comfort my own kids. So when um, I met my husband, he had a son. And I really didn't, and a little daughter, right? And I really, at first, didn't want to even talk about them. I didn't even want to say much about them because Mm. that, I didn't want to be connected because I needed to see where that was going, Tasha. That should have been a red red flag for my husband. For him, yeah. Yeah, like, you got kids, you don't want to talk about my kids? Yeah, kids, kids, it's because I have been through something. I didn't talk bad about them. I didn't say anything about them. You see what I'm saying? Nothing at all. Because I kept my kids over here, you keep your kids over there. But that proves your point, Kim. Every red flag is not a bad, bad red flag. So it's possible to ignore them because maybe it's something I'm going through. You know, or he thought... This is a wonderful woman. I can get her past this. It's a red flag. Something's going on. We have cocoa for cocoa pops, but you know I like cereal, so I'm gonna go ahead and do with this. (laughs) But to what you say, you see that you probably would have been on guard. You've been like, "What's wrong with this chick?" You know what I mean? She got kids, and she acts like she don't even talk about my kids like that. No, no, I would have just quickly put you in the category where I am not buying her kids no ice cream. No. And I did that. I brought my own kids their own. Right. It would have been cool. Would have been cool. Would have been cool. Okay, ice cream, but your ass can't stay here. You can't stay here because I'm buying my own kids ice cream and I got my own damn shit and you can't stay here. And because right. I don't protect them. And then two, I know that you can be a real father and I will be a real mom to your kids then we'll be blended because I can't deal with that um, deceitfulness. You know what I mean? I would just say this. I don't know personally for me, honestly, I wouldn't call that a red flag if I met a woman and she's very guarded, protective of her private life. Because while I was dating and at that time, my kids were very small. 
every other weekend I would have my kids. And that weekend I had my kids, I would not see a woman. I wouldn't talk to anybody. Right. I wouldn't let you come over. They wanted to meet them. No, you can't right. meet my kids. So I, I wouldn't personally call that a red flag if you were very protective and not so willing to, you know, get involved with my family initially. But I will say this to answer your question, Tasha, about me. I think right now, if you would talk to the young the young ladies I kind of go out with and talk to on the phone, they would probably say all the same thing. His ass won't commit. That's the red flag right now. Look, probably. That is a red They're going to say, they, be like, he won't commit. He just won't commit worth shit. Like, you know, what's the problem? You know, that's probably what they say about me right now. So, what, so what's the problem? Yeah, what's the problem? Yeah, well, I'm just, I'm not in no hurry. Hey, anybody is. Giving out the milk without you making the uh, without you having to buy that's the right. cow. So that's why commit? Right. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. And I appreciate the milk. I do appreciate the milk. But I do, I do, I do also look at the cow and and, and long term say, okay, the cow could be long term. I like this. I like the producing of the milk, and it looks like it could be good milk for a long term. So I do. Still look at the cow. Don't get me wrong. And I'm willing to purchase the cow while I'm getting the milk for free. So I'm not that brother that's going to just stick to the free milk and not think about purchasing the cow at all. Flex so. are playing a dangerous game. They, <laughs> they're going to say, they're going to come, you're going to come, and, and the Acme store is closed. But they don't come, uh, you don't commit, so you ain't buying nothing. That's right. Well, I'm saying it would. takes, it, it really... I'm gonna be straight with you. It's gonna take a while for me to commit. You know, I'm not gonna be that commit in 90 days. Yeah, I'm not gonna commit in 90 days, y'all. That's straight up. I'm just you buying. Yeah, something. he buying something. He just don't know he buying something. He buying something. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I have a question for you guys. I'm currently out here in these Dayton streets. You oh, know. Okay. Should I take this as a red flag? There's someone that I'm dating. He's close to 40. Never been married, no kids, has never really had a live-in girlfriend situation. Oh, he a virgin. He oh, a virgin. Ring a bell. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Go Is ahead. that a red flag? Is that a red flag? I'm gonna tell you in one minute. Hold on, I'll be right back. Is he no. involved in his? No, that, that, that's not a red flag, Tasha. That's not a red flag. You say he's forty. He's no kids. 40. Never been married. He's an executive yeah, at his job. Huh? He got an important job. Big job. Um, he's in education and does a lot with his job. Yeah. Nowadays, you know, you really can't tell because people just, you know. There hasn't I mean, been in a long term relationship. I asked him this and I think the longest term relationship he's been in outside of college would be like under two years. I don't date anybody in that in that area. I don't look at look, look, look. <laughs> Red flag. Red flag. I now you can't go by me because I'm still I'm still not an expert. You're still out here in these dating streets too. But I would not. I, first of all, that not having a relationship, a long term relationship, would be a turn off for me. Um, I don't want you to have kids. But what happened that you couldn't have none? And you ain't never ever been married. Nobody liked you enough to get married, or or maybe you're just really really picky, and nobody's good enough for you. I don't think it's a bad thing. Hmm. But it could be that you really are looking for something that's really not out there. And at 40, it's hard to change somebody 40. And let me say my piece, okay, Tasha, and you, mm -hmm. have to, you don't have to believe me. He's 40 years old. He hasn't been in a committed relationship in a long, long time, okay? Um, he just reminds me of somebody. Never. 
Yay, B. <laughs> um, I, I want to say I, I would say this much. Don't worry about don't worry about the red flag because what's going to happen is it won't matter if he if he shows you a red flag because he's going to do something that's going to break away from you. Mm. If he's going to break away from you because that's his pattern. And mm. and I'm just telling you that's his pattern. So is you, that his pattern? Is he breaking up? Most most definitely. You don't know. We don't. He, he, you don't have to worry about looking for a red flag yeah. because she's going to. He can't come in. Enjoy, enjoy him for right now because you guess what? Don't yeah. don't throw your soul or anything into him because that's his pattern. That's his pattern. Don't 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 put don't put the put the rent into him because he can't he, commit. He won't commit. Exactly. He don't have time to commit. He ain't committing. Okay, but let me just make one point. Hold on. Let me just make one. Go ahead, JB. Couldn't it possibly be that he hasn't met that woman yet? I and Tasha, you could be. I mean, oh, let me just say this. 40 is relatively young. I know it's it's getting up there, but I'm just saying some people aren't out there in the trying to find somebody kind of thing. You know, they go through life and, you know, they may not be involved in anybody. It's not that they don't want to get involved, but they're not out there actively pursuing it. You know what I mean? But he could be a very picky dude. But that's he could be. He, he could if be. He likes her, and that's the problem. Something about her. That's the problem. If, it, if he likes but, something about her, it has to be. It has to be fair and equitable because it ha- it cannot be all on him to make that decision that he finds Tasha his choice. It has to be her choice too. So if he's so right. picky. If he's so picky that he said, I'm going to wait to see if she's the person for me, then guess what? She got to make that. It's not about red flag because it's going to be something. If he has a pattern, people don't change the pattern. He's 40. He's seasoned. I'm saying saying that it may not be. I'm not saying. They already know. And you know what? You don't have to admit that, Jay. But you already know, on most mouth, if you've been married 12 times, by 40 years old, you already know, you ain't got to admit it, you already know what you're, you what you like in a woman and what you're looking for. And if you don't commit to a woman, that's all right. But, but if you haven't found it, though, that's what I'm saying. You're right. You know what you like. You know what you want. And if you haven't found it, this is all I'm trying to say from that perspective, uh-huh. that he may not. If you never tried. Absolutely. Well, I'm saying again, again, hold it, hold it. He's tried, but it didn't work out. It didn't work out. One time for two I'm saying, years. It didn't work out. But what would you rather have? You'd rather have him stay in a long-term unhealthy relationship? Maybe he's a brother that said, hey, all right, I see it's not working. It's not working. We're only going and I'm moving on. We're only going based on what she's told us, right? Yeah, we I don't think it's a red flag, Tasha. It, no, it's not a red flag. It, it could be a wonderful guy. You just keep your eyes open because he's going to show himself his true self. But, not but that don't mean it's a bad thing, though. I'm saying his true self couldn't be a bad thing. I just think that, you know, sometimes if you have a lot of dating history and you seem to be very desirable and everybody wants you, that people look at that as, oh, you're a good person. But if you haven't had a lot of dating experience and only have maybe one or two relationships, that doesn't mean you still. Doesn't mean you're not a good person for a long term relationship. What we were talking about is two year tenure as no, negative. We're talking I'm about saying, a man that is dating a woman 
that clearly knows what she wants because she got two children and she got a great career. Ain't got but she didn't say, but wait, she didn't say he doesn't know what he wants. She no, was just talking about don't. his past. Because he's 40 no. and he still ain't figured it out. He don't. But he's with her now. She might be. Tasha, he could, you could be what he wants, Tasha. I'm telling you. Guess what, so, Tasha? If he, if he, guess what? It's not going to be up to him to know what he wants because it's going to be up to you. Right. I get the final choice. He may choose me, but do I choose him? If he give you one inkling that he going to be the if, uh, I don't know, get rid of him. Well, I think he'll do that too because he's already been in shorter relationships. You, 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 you too beautiful. You ain't got time to, for for games and and things like that. Because if you haven't you if you haven't had a committed relationship by forty years old, or even right. made an attempt, you he has. Jimmy, he has. Have, he just don't take gotten, no shit. He don't take no shit off of him and break up. He's never gotten to the point in forty years where he's lived with a significant other. Like, yeah, no, that kind of to me is a. Mm-mm. At 40, how do you even cohabitate? How do you even start to like cohabitate? Yeah. I will say that before, like before he'd say like, I knew I wasn't ready for marriage. Like I just wasn't. But now with where I am as a person and professionally, like now I know I want to find my person. But even in the, we'll say he's only been dating since he was 20. In the 20 years of dating, you've never cohabitated with a partner. So how do you that's a great point, Tasha. So, so, so that's a great point. So you're saying you do want to live with your guy before you marry him. I'm, I wouldn't do that now. I wouldn't do that now because I have kids. So I'm not going to bring any man into my house. We're going to have to be really solid to go build a house together. But it is somewhat as a red flag to me is he's never lived with a partner in his 20 plus years of dating. Because, that, because, because, he, because that speaks to being able to compromise. That speaks to being able to. Oh. Yes, it does. Jay. Yes, it does. You live with wait, women. Yeah. You Think live with this way. You have to. Let me tell you something. You. You know but me, true. but hold it. I'm not a 40-year-old virgin either. I'm saying, I'm saying. not a virgin. When you live by yourself, this is your world. You don't have to this what, by, You don't have but, to agree on anything. When you live with somebody, you have to learn how to work with somebody. Yeah. I'm saying. If you haven't had that experience, that's questionable. That's questionable. I'm simply saying that there are a lot of people that have that principle of I want to be married first or maybe engaged the problem we're having is we're not saying he's a bad guy we're, we're not, not saying he's not a good quality catch the question is is he for Tasha and he is not because well she, how do you know that though because I'm how? telling you you already creating a new scenario for him trying to come to the defense because he is not going to be able to unless he has some 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 experience that we don't know about be able to conform to someone a, a woman who is independent with her own children and her own space to have to share because he's never had to share never had he doesn't you, know what you that ran means. into Tasha you ran into a low mile brother he got low miles on Oh God! You know, he, had, he got low miles on him, Tasha. That's not a bad thing. He could have one relationship Tasha. and have low miles. He yeah. had none. Uh, none. I'm he hadn't he hadn't had his mind blown yet. That's all. He, you know. I've had pocketbooks older than him. <laughs> you know, older than I, his relationships. I, I just say on, on that note, Tasha, beware. Beware. Don't ignore the signs. Don't ignore the signs. Give us an update. Give us an update. I hope Jay is right, and I hope it works. I really do. Well, well, Tasha, let me ask you this, though. Before to work. That's the best. But let me ask you this, though, Tasha. Do you really think of that as something that 
could potentially be a hindrance that he hadn't lived with anybody or have any children? It's not the children thing for me because he works in education. So he, I know he's great with children. So it's not the, I know he's been very selective about not, not having a baby mama. Like I get that. Yes. Yes. It's the cohabitating. It's the compromise. It's it's the sharing. It's the living together. The little things. Cause it's not going to be this bachelor lifestyle. It's not going to be like, so the fact that he's never cohabitated not that he's never been married and never had kids. That's not the issue. Not that he's 40 and hasn't done it. You've never lived with a partner to know what it's like. You have to deal with the frustration that they pull the, they squeeze the toothpaste from the middle or they always leave the cabinets open or, you know, I got like, you. Sure. Sure. and is that right? right. Because you've never dealt with those things. Do we get to that point? And then those are deal breakers. Yeah. Even though we're way far into it now because that's not going to be something we jump into. So it's, it's a, uh, and I mean, it sounds like even in college, he's, you know, he's lived in the dorms with men, but for a short time. And yeah, maybe, but he's been on his own and never lived with a woman. You know right. I mean? So he might've had some kind of experience younger but, in life that may have deterred him. <laughs> That's Kim's red flag. <laughs> living together, you know, living together maybe mm. before marriage. But I will say this, I, I, I don't know that I could ever marry a woman now and not have lived with her. So I do understand you know, that's the only way you're going to count it. You know, it's only you're going to really know who truly that person is. You know? like, yeah. 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 Living together. I agree with you 100%. But did he I say, know. I don't want to live with anybody or I haven't? That's the difference now. I haven't lived with anybody or I do not want to. Did he ever say he don't want to? He didn't want to live with anybody he had been in those, like, the, the relationships he had had in. He was very, he liked his space is what he's. Is definitely what he said. Ding, like, ding, 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 red flag, red flag, red flag, red flag, red flag, red flag. I will say hey, that now. I will say I gotta agree that if he said I don't want to live with anybody, but that, but that's know. in the past. Now he's saying he knows in life he's ready for his person and his like his thing, and I'm just thinking. Will he actually have the skills and the patience to deal with what he thinks? And I believe he is ready, but he doesn't know what that looks like, honey. Mm -hmm. You're right. It can't be practicing on you. That's what it is. Don't practice. Right. I don't want to be anybody's practice. Absolutely not. They're life lessons to go be right for the next one. I'm over that. Before you figure this out, you do a couple drive-bys by the house and see what's going on at his house. Because I'm Oh, I I know what I've been to his house. Do that. Do that. See what's going on. No, Tasha, do like Jay's girl. Stay there tonight. <laughs> stay there next morning. Right. Get the car outside and pretend like you ain't going home. And see what happens. Yeah. Stand Put a whole bunch of stuff in your car and then act like you 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 not going home. And start straightening up and moving stuff around. <laughs> in the house. See what happens. And bring a picture of yourself and put it on the mantle. And just is, see is he an only child? <laughs> no, 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 no. He's not an only child. Oh, okay. Okay. See if he right. freak out. Wow. Put a picture of you wow. on the mantle and see if you freak out. Because usually that's a sure, sure Jay, way for somebody to go crank, go ham on you. It's interesting that you answered like you did. I know we talk about red flags, but for me, those things I look for when I'm dating. Like I would, I would want somebody who's in a relationship at my age, not at her age, at my age, that's been in a, a, a relationship for a long period of time. That means they have the ability to commit. You know what I'm saying? They because we know it's not all rosy. I look for things like that. I look for you've never had kids, and I am really big kid friendly, and I have kids around me all the time. And you know, I love my kids. So if you don't, 
you can't really understand that. That's a red, not a red flag for me. That's a deal breaker for me. But as a man, it sounds like it's different because you guys, you know, big booty, free milk, or, you know, all that other stuff is just, <laughs> that's, that's, that's all that really, I think guys look at, you know, is she a lady? Does she act like a lady? Is she going to give me some, you know, is she clean? You know, look like little stuff. We look at a whole package of stuff, right? We have yeah. to. We have to because we're at the end of the day. I'm sorry. I mean, nothing gets it. There are men out here that are single parents and, and oh yeah, things oh, like yeah. that. But if you are the 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 custodial parent, you know, you got to look at things a little different. I can't exactly. speak for all women. I cannot because some people are not doing their due diligence with their kids. No, they're not. So you know, be moms. there's some women I hit being tricks and holes and acting like, well, you know, they they got more game than, than men out here. You know what I mean? Doing oh, yeah. some crazy. Oh, yeah. Exactly. But um, you know, at the end of the day, you know, and especially when you at the forty mark and going on the down curve, you ain't going on the up curve. You want to wear some leisure suit and think you pimping it? You know, nobody ain't got no time for that. Nobody ain't got no time for that kind of stuff. You know, it's okay if you want to be single. It's nothing wrong with that. Mm-mm. You know, you just got to say, hey, guess what? I'm just not the person for you. It may be a whole fleet of people that want to be in the, in that realm. But one of the things, one of the things I want to say that I remember, you know, Kim, when you're talking about your dad giving you life lessons and, you know, things. my father said something to me when I was much younger, and I always remembered this. He said, son, I want you to think about this room. The less you say something told me Oh, I knew I should have. He said, think about when you say those statements. What has happened is you are now looking in hindsight at the decision that you made when in that moment you had usually a little inkling, a little tap on the shoulder or something that told you not to do what you ended up doing, which now you're saying something told me. And even as simple as driving, you know, I might be driving along going to work and I say, oh, man, I'm going to turn down this road here and I don't do it. And then I go the way I'm going and run right into a damn roadblock, you know? And I'm like, damn it, something told me I should have turned on down there. So what I try to do is do that as less as possible. So this is what I try to encourage everybody. Perfect. You know, yeah. if you're saying that, if you're saying something told me, or I knew I should have, or whatever, then you probably shouldn't be there. Point blank. Well, I'm it's real simple. For what you're saying is, most of us sitting here on this, on, on, on the porch today have not lived like that. Most of us have fell deep into the damn ditch, um, learned from the goddamn life lessons and they have made us who we are today, you know? Right, but I'm saying moving forward. Wisdom's the application or not. You ain't gonna keep doing it. We, we, you ain't gonna keep doing it. We ain't say keep doing it. We, right. we, talking to, we talking to everybody out here on the porch today. You know, red flags are red flags. We all know that. But, you know, if we all are real here, we all have jumped our asses in the ditches. We all have done a whole bunch of things we ain't say with red flags, you know. So to be honest, looking at what Tasha is saying, you know, keep your eyes on the front, keep your eyes on the back. You know what I mean? Watch what this watch what this dude is doing. You know what I mean? Because red flags are not all bad things. It's life lessons. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? They teach you. Yeah. They teach you. Now, if you were repeating things over and over again, that's called stupidity. You know what I yeah. mean? That's called stupidity. That's not life lesson. That's come from your ass will keep getting it. And you just stupid as hell. You know what I mean? And your parents have told you that too. 
you know, but <laughs> if you keep doing that, that's not a red flag anymore. That's called, I just want to be a dumbass and I want to keep this happening to me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But these red flags happen for a reason. Why we avoid doing it, why we haven't done better, whatever. It's called life lessons. We're going to learn from it. Hopefully, we're going to learn from it. We all sitting here got kids. We all have told our kids the same thing. And uh, Tasha, your children are are young um, little people mm-hmm. growing up right now. But you're going to say the same speech that Jay, Celeste, and myself are saying to our young 20 kids that are doing things right now where we say, I told you not to do that. You know what I mean? Um, don't you see what's going to happen to you? And none of them are listening because guess what? They, they're, getting, they, they're doing, doing life lessons right now. They, mm, they're, the hard way. they're not going, they, they're not even going to um, hear us right now, but they have a conversation. I can tell you, my daughter has the conversations with me from when she was in college and she would just blatantly, blatantly ignore the things I say to her because she would reminisce back to when she was in high school and I would just, you know, tell her, don't do this because um, if you go and do this, this and this is going to happen. And if you this and this is going to happen to you, you know, there's a laundry list of things of controlling, you know, the, the, the narrative. Well, she went and did it. And then I'll say 99 times things went wrong and she'll now say, mom, you know, I see what you were saying. Now I wasn't right a hundred percent of the time, but I had more um, life, you know, circumstances to say, Hey, you know what? I don't want you to have hurt in your life. I don't want you to experience pain. I don't want you to fall on your face, but you know what? Don't that failure has helped both of my kids successfully moved through their education. You know what I mean? And they still got a long road to go. When we talk about relationships, we all have had our, had our blunders in relationship, hurt, pain, and whatever. But if you don't learn from it, you don't grow from it. So that's just my closing on that. Um, I see Celeste click the light on. I don't know if that was... The porch light. The porch light came on and say, um, stop running your mouth. But um, No, the porch light. <laughs> stop talking. But, you know, this was, this was an interesting topic. Um, you know, red flags are definitely a hot topic because how can we avoid it? Um, I don't think you can avoid red flags. I think it's the, the aftermath of if you continue to do it. You know what I mean? Um, will you do it again? Most likely, yeah. But if you keep it, keep doing it as a pattern, I think that's where you might want to um, start to seek some help because therapy. Yeah, therapy. That's when it's um, it's it's not um, a red flag anymore. That's a person. Right, problem. because that's insanity doing the same thing, expecting a different result. Yeah. Right. That's a personal issue. That's beyond a red flag. Exactly. And and that's kind of what I was saying about, you know, that's another topic of why do we end up ignoring them? Because we all do. That's a whole nother topic. Yeah, because you know, I ain't ready for it, JB. Hey, I'm telling you, that goes beneath the surface, Tasha. But that's where I'm at, for real. There's no shame or nothing. Total transparency in my own life, because this is what helps me prevent it moving forward. Um, and while another thing kind of like with the commitment thing, because I got zero tolerance now. I mean, I just like, you know, and some people feel like, oh, you know, I'm getting older or whatever, you know, so I don't care if they breathe and got a pulse. Let's get married. Where I'm the complete opposite. You know, I'm like, no, no, no. I might have had that. Well, I'm just saying as some people, you know, that are dealing with low esteem issues and are needing to be validated by relationships and marriages. Hey, I'm I'm gonna get involved with somebody. I want somebody in my life, you know, and ignoring all the red flags. I think that that's not the person for you. 
I think that um, I think that when you um, because I've been divorced and I am in a marriage and marriage is not perfect. You know, marriage is a constant um, trials and tribulations. You have to work on it constantly. It's like it's like a job you'll never have in your whole life. Um, it can have its ups, its downs. Um, at the end of the day, is is it is your relationship happy enough to say that it's worth fighting for and it gives you happiness and joy, or is it something that is just something that is tearing you down where you just say I can't be in this anymore? You just it's, that's what marriage is. Marriage is something you have to weigh out because it's never perfect. It's never perfect. Now, a lot of times people walk away from marriage because they don't, they can't see any type of happiness in it. You, you see what I'm saying? They're not compatible whatsoever. You know, they, um, they have cheated on each other. You see what I'm saying? They um, break vows and people cheat on each other and come back together. You know what I mean? Things happen, you know, they, they find their way, but marriage is, is, is something that you have to work on. You know, and I actually know people who have marriages that look like it's so crisp and clean and beautiful. And, and when the door shut, they have no kind of communication style or anything like that. And I tell everybody mm-hmm. all the time, I work on my marriage with my husband all the time. And I've been married going on 17 years with him. And I'm talking about it went up, down, all around or whatever. But I will say this to his face right now. I don't want to live a day without him, without him. because um he gives me substance in my life he is far from perfect but he gives me substance in my life and i'm glad the lord bore him to me and i'm so thankful for him so you know um i'm thankful to have 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 a marriage and i, I don't want to be single i don't want to be single i don't want to pick up and, and choose somebody just because to say i'm married but i know it takes work it takes work Takes a lot of well, work. I'm glad to hear you. You know, I heard you say that you're right. There is no perfect marriage and there's no perfect person. And I saw that one time when somebody said, Yeah, the perfect person for me. So, what I try to encourage people is to know who is the me because what we get in this world is who we are, not what we want. And, yeah. you know, there's an energetic invitation whether we acknowledge that or not. Yeah. So, you know, this is why sometimes the pattern of who we date and the pattern of who we are seeing is consistent because yeah. of that energetic invitation. So it does ultimately start with who you are. And that, I think, is, you know, like you say, the relationship's not going to be perfect because there are going to be things that you all always have to tweak. You always have to compromise. You always have to understand about each other and uh, learn to say, hell, hell, right now, okay, I might think I'm right, but I need to just shut my mouth yeah. right now and let peace prevail, vice versa, and pick your battles, pick your fights. But for me, most importantly, I just encourage everybody to know who you are, love who you are, first and foremost. Then you start to attract really what you want. Because if you're broken and you're upset and you're going through a whole lot of stuff in your own personal life, that's what you're going to a lot of times attract. Yeah, that's true. You know, that same dressed up garbage can. Amen. He said, Amen. Take him to church, JB. Take him to church. I tell you, the first date. <laughs> church is the first. <laughs> That's right, Celeste. Let's take her to church on the first day. Right. Let's make, right. Sure that the not, make sure the preacher is not messing around with the women in the church. So That's right. The church. That's right. So, you know, we're wow. going to do an episode about that, right, Tasha? 
I can't, I couldn't be on it. I ain't been in a church and I don't know how long. So y'all, I'll, I'll listen though. I support. <laughs> no, I'm just, look, look, I'm, I'm, when I tell you, I, I look at church every Sunday and um, I'm full it, but you know, I just, I have a problem with um, people using the church as a, a shield to, to do other de- devious things. So um, I don't want the first date to be on if I was single at church. I want to be somewhere maybe we could sit in Applebee's. Mostly the people in church are broken. So it's a good place to take your first date. Yeah. Hey, everybody, they coming in for a reason. So can I give y'all my closing? Yeah. She didn't flick the light because we can write be well, I, I want to make sure I make this clear. I want to say that all red flags are not bad, right? Red flags are just what they are, you know, for you to be cautious, for you to pay attention, for you to be aware. But I also want to say that I I believe I can speak for Kim when I say this. Myself and Kim responded to Tasha's question from the heart because that's our baby sister. It was a little bit passionate and, you know, but I don't want somebody listening to to get the wrong idea, you know. Everybody has different situations, different experiences. Yes, you could be the one. Um, but if you're not, we don't want to have to go look for him. You know <laughs> I have to look for you. Um, um, so, but let's not give the guy a bad rap because it's, it's, it's not, like Jay said, it's, 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 it's not everybody, right? It could be a reason for it. It could be just timing. He could be sent for you. Universe is sending him to you right now. Absolutely. But as Auntie Kim said, don't don't let him choose you. You choose him. And I just want to be clear. We we we, we don't know everything, but we know this young lady and we want the best for her. That's why we answer the spot. We want your happiness. We we'll okay. come to we'll come to appreciate his happiness, but we exactly. want your happiness right now. And that's important I, to us. So exactly. Yeah. All right. I just wanted you to I just wanted to make that clear. So Jay, then. you feel better? Uh, you feel better, Jay? Said, no, because y'all ain't gave me no consolation at all. I'm saying I'm saying I'm still looking at purchasing the cow. I do appreciate the free milk. Yeah, baby, you going to purchase the cow. You ain't even got no quarters or nothing. You just go in there. I'm just, I'm just looking window shopping. <laughs> but let me get that milk. Let me get that milk. I got to make sure, <laughs> you know. But that's kind of like what we were, we were talking about at one time before. I agree with you too, though, Celeste. All red flags aren't necessarily bad red flags. Um, and, you know, what, what, what's important ultimately is that you do acknowledge how they're treating you overall. Um, and what, what are the good things that you see it, that, you know, bring it to the table. And, you know, we can come to a place sometimes where we might be overreacting or assuming negatively about something that we just don't know a lot about. So, I think having an open mind and, and, you know, keeping your, your mind open and your heart, protect your heart, but um, just understand that all red flags aren't, but when it is a neon sign, it's a flashing bulletin board, you probably need to acknowledge that. that. A neon sign. <laughs> yeah, you need to acknowledge that one, definitely. Sorry we didn't acknowledge yours, Jay. I think that you, you know, you are a happy person and that's all that matters in but I do, I do, I do. I'm tell you something. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you. There's no shame. I do get lonely. I do want that. Well, I already woman. put it out. I put a whiteboard up. Anybody that needs some place to stay, go to Jake's house. Jake, right. Jake, right. Jake got extra room. Right. 
and bring, <laughs> tell them to bring mortgage, tell them to bring mortgage for six months too. No, when they come. one night only. You only do to one o'clock. What was it? Three o'clock? They have to pay rent for one night. <laughs> they need, they need. Next day. You get to stay one night, make breakfast, clean up, and stay till six. And then you got to go. Yeah, you definitely got to go. Sure. You got to go, y'all. Matter of fact, if, matter of fact, if somebody as is over here past two o'clock, I'm calling y'all. Oh. Y'all get them out of here for me, okay? Get them out of here. For me. But this was a great episode. And again, as usual, I love everybody on the porch. Celeste, Jay, Tasha, we are a family. And tonight's episode was <laughs> Red Flags. And as usual, we are here never to offend. We are here to empower, to uplift and to bring the truth, transparency. You know, that's what we're here for. So at any time you feel like you want to reach out, you know, you have questions, concerns, or even episode topics that you would like to share with us, um, send us a message through um, DM. You can reach us on any of our um, social media pages. Let's Chit Chat Sis on Facebook or Instagram, or send us an email by Let's Chit Chat Sis at gmail.com we will always respond back to you so thank you again for joining us on the course tonight um i'm your girl kimmy and i'm your girl celeste this is jb from nc and tasha rose have a wonderful night and have a good week on purpose